everybody, this is Kylie Gable. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir podcast from Candy Apple Press. Uh, this week I think we got a really good one. Um, a story I did a couple years ago called Caught in the Act was recorded by Raina Means Queen. Now Raina has done a couple of other short stories um, on here. She did one called Dick Picks, um, and then she did one called NYE that was for New Year's. But those were each, you know, like 10-minute recordings. This is a full-length, like, 40-minute recording, and she knocked it out of the park. I always know I have a really good audio when the person who records it, um, well, you know, I haven't listened, read it in a while, and I, I kind of forget what's in the book, other than the barest of plot. And when the person who records it reads it, and I hear it, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty good writing. You know, and I'm like kind of impressed with myself for how I wrote the book. I'm like, wow, you know, and that's because of her delivery. Um, it's so smooth, so flawless. She's got a little bit of a deeper voice, and I think it's really sexy in this particular story of someone who knows what to look for when a neighbor um, kind of reveals he's a sissy without realizing that he has revealed it. It's a pretty good story of um, forced feminization and public humiliation and, of course, female domination. All the good stuff. So, without further ado, here's Raina Means Queen with Caught in the Act. Caught in the Act, written by Claudia Acosta and Kylie Gable. Narrated by me, Raina Means Queen. <laughs> Growing up, I really wouldn't say I was spoiled. I had a pretty hard life sometimes. But at a very early age, I learned that a girl like me could get a boy to do most anything for her. I think I stopped carrying my own books to class sometime in fifth grade. That's when I discovered some boys wanted to have a connection with me so much that they'd gladly carry my books for me. I made sure I smiled at them and made them feel like they were of real service to me. <laughs> As I got older, I don't know if I became more alluring or I simply got much better at using my skills. Guys went from carrying my books to doing my homework, loaning me their car, and buying me nice things I wanted but couldn't afford. I got very good at sizing up a crowd and finding the one or two boys who would do anything for me. You were once such a boy, weren't you? Well, you were hardly still a boy, I guess, at 22 years old, but when you saw me struggling to carry my things into my first apartment, you sprung into action. I liked how eager you were to help. <laughs> you had all the telltale signs of a good submissive. But then you went and completely intrigued me. We were carrying my old coffee table up the back steps and having a hard time of it. That old table was so bulky and ugly, but when it's your first apartment, you take what you can get for furniture. Anyway, you made the mistake of bending over when you were facing away from me, and I could see that you were wearing panties. <laughs> They were so cute and so feminine. 
black silky boy shorts with strawberries all over them. There was no way they could be mistaken for anything but panties. I couldn't just let my good fortune go without taking advantage of the situation. I am what I am, and this was too good to pass up. I'm not embarrassed to say that I snooped. I used to work for a private investigator to help pay my way through college. I think trapping cheating spouses is where I first learned about kink. Some of the stuff guys were into was just gross, but I learned about some things I liked. Feminization was one of them. With you living on the ground floor, it was really easy for me to see in through your blinds. I think most secret cross-dressers are paranoid that somebody is looking in their window. In your case, I not only was looking, but I had a professional quality camera in hand. I watched and waited, but it didn't take too long for you to slip off your clothes and put on an absolutely sexy set of white satin lingerie. <laughs> you even put on your bra the correct way, reaching around behind you to clasp it shut. Now I had pictures. I reached into my panties and just the thought of what was ahead had already made me wet. When I passed you at the mailbox, I asked you how you were doing. You excitedly told me that you earned a promotion at work. So I invited you back up to my apartment later that night for a celebratory glass of wine to thank you for helping me move in. The only bottle of wine I owned was a gift and I don't think it was very good. <laughs> but that evening was going to be about more than just wine. The look on your face when I accidentally spilled a full glass of that cheap red Merlot on your pants was priceless. I told you it was no big deal, that I could just throw your pants into my washing machine. That seemingly simple accident is how you were found out. Caught with your pants down, so to speak. You stood before me wearing only your polo shirt and a pair of very sexy panties. I wasn't about to let this moment go to waste. My oh my, you do have a good taste in panties, I said. I can explain, you stammered. Really? I'd love to hear how. Those are definitely panties. And sexy ones at that, I purred. I wouldn't normally wear panties, but all my regular underwear is dirty, you swore. Well, that makes sense, I smirked. Let's just say for a second that you did wear those panties only because your male underwear is in the wash. Why exactly do you own panties? I just like the way they feel, you admit it. Then I suggest you strip, I said. What, you asked, uncomfortable and awkward? <laughs> I said strip to just your panties, I ordered a bit more forcefully. Here, this feels too awkward. I didn't ask for your opinion, I snapped, slapping you hard across the face. Do it now. I saw something new in your eyes that I hadn't seen before. It wasn't quite fear, although it was close. I guess I'd call it awe, but I got the feeling that you were just realizing I was not someone to trifle with. Soon, 
you were shivering in front of me. I smiled as I checked out your form. It had definite possibilities and I would enjoy them all. To my bathroom, now I ordered and you reluctantly followed. I hope you like bubble bath, I smiled, taking you by the hand and leading you to a transformation that you had never experienced before. Why are you doing this, you asked. (laughs) Because I can, I said, smiling at your fear. And if I refused, you asked naively. I've been filming this whole exchange, but we both know you can't refuse me anything anyway, I said. Now take off those panties. What do you mean, filming, you stammered. Surely you've heard of hidden cameras and nanny cams i replied now look claudia this is crazy if you want to see something crazy look at this i said ready for your refusal i picked up the remote and turned on my television which was synced up to my laptop and playing a constant loop of the pictures i took of you through your blinds where did you get those i took them of course i said proudly so what's it gonna be Now, I must confess, having done this several times, I had a pretty good idea about just how to feminize a guy. I always kept a bottle of Victoria's Secret Pure Seduction at hand. It's not a scent that I particularly love and way too fruity for me, but it's particularly strong and feminine and perfect for a bubble bath for a closeted sissy like you. You need to strip and get into the bubble bath, I said. I hope you enjoy a hot bath as much as I do. What if I don't, you asked, suddenly remembering that you had balls? (laughs) If you refuse, I'm going to strip you myself, spank you, and then put you into that tub like you're a disobedient little girl. Your choice. I smiled instantly, removing the momentary menace from my face. You complied. Into the strongly scented bubbles you went, shivering in fear. The warm bath probably did feel great. I encouraged you to just lay back and close your eyes. The bubbles protected your modesty and put you at ease. However, I knew you were excited, probably even more so as you felt me gently caressing your skin and kneading your tired muscles. You barely noticed when I moved from caressing your leg to rubbing shaving cream onto it. (laughs) But when that pink daisy razor hit your leg, you jumped like something bit you. What, what, What are you doing, you stammered. I would have thought that would be obvious. I said, ignoring your reluctance and continuing to shave. You never said anything about shaving my legs, you pouted. Well, I never said anything about shaving your crotch, chest, or underarms, but I'm doing them too, I replied. (laughs) You whined, but I am not used to taking no for an answer. Besides, sitting there in the warm water while I remove that disgusting hair from your body must have felt amazing for you. When you stepped out of the fragrant bath and into the pink fluffy towel I wrapped around you, we had already begun your transformation. 
you smelled great, and you are now silky smooth all over. Look, I think you have the wrong idea. You began to mansplain. Oh, what idea is that? I replied, suppressing a yawn. I don't really cross-dress. It was just something crazy I tried, but I'm never going to do it again, you swore. Well, that's a real pity. I'm serious, you whined. I'm sure you think you are, but that wouldn't explain the panties underneath your own clothes or what I saw through the window. Since you are still lying to yourself, I'm going to take away your choice. It's for your own good anyway. And if I refuse, this isn't a James Bond film, and I'm not asking you to give me the keys to world domination, I said. I have plans for you, and you would best accept that, not because I have plenty to blackmail you with, although I do. You would better start accepting things because if you don't, this will be the moment you regret for the rest of your life as you sit there alone in some cheap apartment putting on 20-year-old panties with worn-out elastic. You seem to know a lot about what I'll regret you sulked. Let's just say you're not the first sissy I dressed. But I'm not a you started. Let's just make you pretty, I interjected. I started with your makeup. You sat there looking miserable as I smoothed foundation onto your face. Your skin was nearly flawless to begin with, but soon any blemishes vanished beneath my handiwork. I know it was cold going on, but it must have still felt great to have my feminine hands rubbing your face. You really didn't need much blush. Frankly, you were blushing enough. I just used a bit to better define your cheekbones. There was no need to overdo it here. I wanted you to look sexy, not like a slut. I made your eyes pop. Of course I did. I was heavy with the coal black eyeliner, giving your lids veritable wings. I didn't need to go as strongly on the mascara, but I did thicken your lashes a bit. Smoky eyes seemed a bit too tired to do and totally overkill with the wild eyeliner, so I went with neutral shades. It was funny to observe you trying to look hard, but unable to resist peeking at your reflection in my vanity. Looks are free, you know, I said. Stare all you want. I'm making you hot. <laughs> I really don't care you lied. I don't. I can see you checking yourself out. You know, even if you weren't into dressing up, it'd be totally normal for a guy to be curious how he looked all made up. Now pucker up. I spread the cherry red lipstick over your plump lips. <laughs> it really did help make your look. I think I'd always keep you in bright lipstick. It just seemed made for your face. You know, I teased, cocksucker red is really your color. <laughs> I'm not a cocksucker, you practically yelled. We're just a bit defensive about that, I see. I'm just not what you think I am, you swore. Now, what to have you wear? I think you'd look hot in my little black mini dress. I really like how my legs look in it. I bet yours would look stunning too. I said watching you quiver at the suggestion. Fine, if that's what you want, have me wear that. 
No, sissy. I think my red dress was practically made for you. The slit goes all the way up to the top of your thigh, and the halter top is going to make you look very stacked, too. (laughs) I'll give you a padded bra and matching panties and a sexy pair of stockings. You're going to love how they feel on your legs. Aren't you glad you let me talk you into shaving them, I asked? You didn't give me a choice, you complained. Oh, there's always a choice, I say. Now, let's get you dressed. I pulled out the dress from my closet and held it up to me so you could see how it was going to look on you. I pulled out my sexiest red lace bra and panties and found a pair of silky sheer black stockings along with a black garter belt. I was using my best lingerie on you. This would be totally worth it. After helping you pull the sexy stockings up your legs and attach them to the garters, I knew that you would have no trouble with the bra or panties, so I moved on to finding you a sexy pair of shoes. What size are your feet, I asked. I'm an eight, you replied. That's convenient enough. You're somewhere between a woman's nine and a half and a ten. I'm a nine, so I bet the sandals I have for this dress won't be too bad, I said. They'll be too small. They're sandals. And besides, it's not like no woman has ever squeezed into a smaller shoe. You'll deal. After you stepped into the dress, I zipped it up your back. I know you'd never admit it, but the clothes I picked for you were designed to titillate you as well as look sexy. Everything must have felt so great against your bare skin. I could feel you quiver beneath my warm breath on your shoulder as I pulled the zipper teasingly up your back. You look amazing, I said as I sprayed you with perfume. Maybe a bit of jewelry might be in order though. I know you don't have pierced ears, but I have some black hoops that actually have clasps, and I have a matching black necklace. There, are you done? You asked impatiently. Not quite, I replied coyly. Something's missing. I think you need bracelets. Sure, whatever, you replied disinterested. Here we go, I said from behind you, pulling something out of the dresser. I grabbed your right wrist and you didn't even pay much attention as I slapped a handcuff on you. I almost had the other wrist cuffed before you became alarmed and before you could attempt to fight me off, I had both of your wrists cuffed behind you. What the hell, you exclaimed. (laughs) Relax, I said, leading you out of my bedroom. Come on out to the living room. Again, you sighed, like I have a choice. You always have a choice, princess, I smirked. Princess? If the slipper fits, wear it. Now sit on the couch. Will you please take these things off? Not yet, I said, moving behind you. I took off my own belt and used it to connect your cuffs to the back of my couch. Why are you doing this, you asked. For two reasons, I replied as I walked into the kitchen. First, because I can. Secondly, because I have some friends coming over in a bit and I want them to get to see you. You never said anything about friends, you replied. I don't want anybody seeing me like this. 
See, you just answered your own question about the handcuffs I teased. Come on, Claudia, you whined. Just let me go. Not a chance, I said, holding up the rope and duct tape that I was carrying back from the kitchen. Wait, what's that for, you asked nervously. You'll see, I replied, getting on my knees and tying your ankles together. Your resistance was kind of cute, if pathetic, but soon I had your ankles and knees bound and cinched. Now, as much as I'm enjoying hearing you pout, I don't want you running your mouth just now. Is that really necessary? I'm afraid I insist, I replied as I stepped out of my panties and rolled them up into a ball. Now, open up, bitch. No, I won't talk, but before you could finish that statement, I had shoved my panties into your open mouth. Holding it in place with my left hand, I began to wrap duct tape around your lips to keep it in place. Now, my pet, you seem pretty well, helpless, so I'm going to go get changed. Don't worry, my friends will be here within the hour. I kind of regret messing up your lipstick with the tape now. (laughs) I went back into the bathroom so I could shower myself. You looked amazing, and I thought I should at least be able to hold a candle to your stunning appearance. I decided that I would put on that black dress I almost put you in. I confess that With my friends still over 30 minutes away, the thought of you dressed and tied up was having a powerful effect on me. (laughs) I closed my eyes and pictured you feminized and helpless on my couch, and I couldn't help that my hand reached down between my legs. Before I left that shower, I had my first amazing orgasm of the night, but I was pretty sure that it wouldn't be my last. Stepping out of the shower, I grabbed a towel and dried myself off. I had just finished getting myself ready when I heard the buzzer on my door go off. Don't get up, I yelled out to you before I practically glided to the door to answer it. Abby was my first friend to arrive. She absolutely loves sissies. So that was uh, Raina Means Queen, and uh, just killed it. Tremendous. And I think uh, we're going to get more audios coming from her, and, and she's just off to just a great start. Uh, she's on Night Flirt, but I think she's going to be doing more clips because she's good at it. I remember this story. I actually wrote it for a flirt on Night Flirt, My Girl Friday or His Girl Friday or something like that, and she never paid me. So I decided, okay, I'll make it into a book. And that's why it kind of has a couple different stories to it. The first one is more of a discovery, and then the last part is definitely a let's bring the sissy out in public type story. I hate to say it, but the really good stuff is the stuff that you didn't get to hear. So I think the uh, Lana and the the two friends just are, are great characters, and I think that they have a lot of fun at the sissy's expense. So, um, I want to thank, uh, the people who've been requesting, um, customs lately. I I never get that many and I've, I've had four this week and that's just amazing. I really appreciate that. Um, if there's ever anything you would like specifically written for you, um, that let's talk. Um, my email is, you know, 
Kylie Gable at yahoo.com and I'm very happy to talk about doing customs. If I'm writing um, a whole book and I'm basing it on your plot, it's pretty reasonable. And if you want one that I don't sell, then we're starting to get a little more expensive. But um, I love doing customs because I know there's at least one person who's really going to love the book. So that means a lot. All right. Well, I hope that you have a wonderful week. I will be back next Monday with another great story. I have a feeling it might be a Miss Jen or possibly a Shayla, but there'll be another great story by somebody. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.